Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. So, Brad, because you are headed to Disney in just a couple months, um, I want to kind of stay on top of your trip planning because this is the first trip that you're planning post-COVID. Uh, so with the new Bob Chapek big changes, uh, you know, park reservation system, stuff like that. So I'm probably going to just ask you every week, how's it going? What have you done? Um, but don't feel like you and, have and, to... And I will often say, uh, nothing. Yeah, and don't, we don't will, feel like you have to go on. Don't feel like you have to come up with something. I just, I want to know, one, because I'm going to have to do this, you know, in six months or so. But two, just because... This is all new uh, to us, at least, um, because you know we're not we're not pass holders. We we're not going yearly anymore, um, and just because like park reservations where you have to tell them what park you want to go to on what day is is so different. You know, I just I just want to know. So what what have you done this week to yeah, prepare? So so we did all sit down and just kind of lay out. Uh, what parks we're going to go to. And essentially that's less about the park reservations simply because I don't think that's going to be a major issue. It, it hasn't been from what I've seen up to this point, you know, as, as long as you get them a little bit in advance, you should be fine. It's more about our dining uh, availability is about to open up. So we kind of needed to nail down, okay, we're going to go to this park on this day, this park on the, what do we want to do for, dining for each of those days and how hard do we want to try to get space 220 is essentially what what a lot of that boiled down to uh but yeah it's you know that's really not that different than what we would have done planning any other time i do know that we're not going to be using genie plus uh at least well let me rephrase that we're not planning to purchase genie plus ahead of time for uh for this trip only an idiot uh, I, would do that brad Right, I know. <laughs> so I we were actually gifted a VIP tour for our upcoming trip. And I I will say that that's a big reason why I feel more comfortable like not even thinking about Genie Plus at this point in time because our current plan is to do a lot of the uh big rides, you know, the mountains, uh flight of passage, uh, rise, all that kind of stuff. We're we're gonna try to cover with that tour, and hopefully that will leave us with you know enough other stuff uh, to to be able to do on those other days where we're not as concerned about oh no are we going to be able to finish everything without having you know what fast genie plus fast pass uh, entry for for the attractions that are left and stuff and you know still be able to go back and do something else but not be as concerned with well we won't get to do this attraction on this day if we don't do it right now sort of or for this trip if we don't does do it the right vip now, tour include rise you can do that the last that i've heard is that you can do it one time with a vip tour and i don't think that the i i mean i i have never done a VIP tour. So I'm super excited to get to do one, but I don't think that the one time ride restriction 
exists for a lot of the other stuff. But yeah, I, to my knowledge, anyway, we're going to be able to do Rise. If we don't get to do Rise, well, then that's going to be uh, concerning. And and actually, today we're going to be talking about the only other attraction. So uh, currently, our plan, uh, you know, uh, always subject to change. But right now, it is to try to do uh, some some attractions at Magic Kingdom, at Hollywood Studios, and at Epcot. Or, uh, sorry, and Animal Kingdom, but to completely skip Epcot. And the only concern I have about that is, you know, that means that we are going to have to do uh, Remy with standby because we, you know, so I don't, will we, will we end up buying Genie Plus just for that day? I don't know. You know, it's, well, and Remy's probably Lightning Lane, right? Yes. Yeah, so, Remy is Lightning so Lane. Actually, the question is, will we will we buy Lightning Lane just for Remy? But at the same time, it's uh, it's Epcot, you know. And as we discussed the other day, that's a that's a park that doesn't have a lot. So if we have to wait in a longer line for that attraction, I think we should still be okay. So I I don't know. I I think everything's going to work out. You do not have to have genie plus to do the lightning lane additional right exactly and so, so you could pay the i think last i saw remy was i think it was 15 bucks yeah which is still a lot of money man because we would be taking five people so that's 75 dollars to do one ride <laughs> almost like a full one, day's ticket cost exactly exactly so i don't know that's i I I still have trouble like just just swallowing that $75 for an entire day of Genie Plus. The idea that I would drop that just for a single attraction. Yeah. And, you know, the the news that you were referring to is that they're taking away the virtual queue for Remy and instead it will just be a standby line and a lightning lane line. So there's no used to there was a virtual queue where you could go get in the virtual queue and uh, go get in the virtual queue and in the same way as Rise of the Resistance you just go back when your you know group is called or whatever. But now Remy is going to have a standby line and a lightning lane, so you'll have you'll be incentivized definitely to buy the lightning lane because otherwise you'll have to stand in line the whole time. Yeah, but I'm actually okay with that. Um... I I prefer that because that means I can go get in line and I don't have to, you know, I didn't see a lot of people complaining and maybe that's quite honestly because I haven't been that plugged into uh, Disney Twitter as of late, but I, I haven't heard a lot about, you know, Remy uh, cues disappearing in 30 seconds or anything like that. No. So I don't think it was nearly as hard as uh as rise to get onto but i do know that if i go get in a line even if it says that it's a three hour wait that in three hours i can go i can go ride that ride i'm not looking forward to having to wait that long for something if that's the case but i'm okay with it so you know that 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 is fine to me yeah i just don't think remy needed a virtual queue you know it it seems to be running pretty steadily you know, it's very stable, and I, I just don't think it needed it. And this gets people to pay for Lightning Lane now. Because like you said, if there's a three-hour wait, that's 
a lot more tempting. Maybe not for you because it would be seventy five dollars, but for someone who's one or two people. Yeah, well, yeah. and I think that's the difference. If it if it was you and Claire, and it was thirty dollars to save a three hour wait, that is a lot more tempting and a lot more able to justify. Yeah, that's a that's a yeah that's a lot more palatable. It's it's like well, what else can we do for? What is what is thirty? We're spending thirty dollars in money right. to buy back how much in time, and you know the math is the same amount of time for two people as it is for five people, but when you're buying it for for that much lower amount, yeah, I I could I could see that being a good idea. So I won't hold it against you if you uh, if you decide to purchase <laughs> Lightning Lane. I guess Jeremy. Um, but don't quote me on that because I'm I'm very likely to change my mind on it later, depending on whether or not I end up purchasing Lightning Lane for something on this on this trip. It is it's so weird though to be getting this close to everything and to not be thinking about uh like all of my fast passes. Yeah. To not to not be working through all of that stuff because I'm so used to okay well I need to I need to make sure fast pass is done by here I need to make sure this is done I need to make sure that is done dude it's gonna be weird to be worrying about all your fast pass stuff on the day of that's like such a foreign idea like I hadn't even considered the fact that like I can't do anything until the day of a foreign a foreign idea to you not a foreign idea well, to those but of us it's been a long time it's been <laughs> of, a long time of since paper, paper fast pass. pass oh yeah yeah well and it's even weirder for me because you know this is going to be like our our last trip where fast pass wasn't a thing right because our you know you you remember our last trip uh, like they it was after fast pass had been held due to covid but pre all of the lightning lane genie plus stuff do you were uh so you know we were we were starting to see the stuff we were starting to see the transition happening but it wasn't live yet you were there in the standby only times yes yeah and and essentially that's what i'm coming back to because yeah there is there is you know genie plus which is paper fast pass redux uh available but that is not going to be like if I'm not using mm-hmm. it, then I'm not going to be seeing that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't know. It's it's going to be a very weird thing. And I think I'm finally going to know what all those people felt like when I was in line. As I <laughs> as I shoot dirty looks at the people who, who go past me in the uh, lightning lane slash genie plus line. So There's a group of 10 people going through the lightning lane at Remy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am, like you did for Rise, avoiding Remy anything, like the plague. I know this is a very a much smaller scale attraction, but I'm still really excited to, to ride it because I've heard nothing but good things about the one in Paris. So I am avoiding Remy spoilers like the plague because I, I want to be able to go on that and have a totally, like, good experience yeah i'm not i'm not nearly as concerned about uh about anybody spoiling anything for remy for me so feel free to uh feel free to shoot me any any videos that you guys want me to watch or whatever ahead of time um 
I'm I'm completely okay with that. I was looking as we were talking, and it looks like uh, so. For example, for today, Remy uh, Lightning Lane price kept fluctuating between nine and eleven dollars throughout the day. Hmm. So, but still, that's that's like fifty, you know, or or forty five dollars, and even at forty five dollars. I just I it's a it's a tough pill to swallow, man. Yeah. To to be it adding... sucks that it's multiplicative like that, you know? Yeah. Like it's there's no, you know, pay this much for pay X for one person, pay two X for uh two people, and then pay three X for, you know, a family. Right. For two plus. You know, something like that would make sense. Yeah, but then people would start uh taking advantage of that and, you know, creating family groups or something like that yes these 75 people are all part of my family it's a big family reunion yeah yeah it's it's the uh the cheapskates yeah that's that's what we're called the cheapskates (laughs) cheap chipscate yes (laughs) as our as our family was known back in the old country But yeah, I um, so so the one thing that I do kind of wonder about Remy though, as as it moves to um to line instead of virtual queue, I wonder if part of this isn't it isn't related to lightning lane and lightning lane pricing. Because if the uh what if the groups were not going quickly enough, then lightning lane seems less worth it and people are more likely to say well i'll just go ahead and get in the virtual queue because i know that i can you know like the balk is totally different i think for a virtual queue yeah if i know that i can get on even if it's at 7 p.m and that's a you know eight hour wait from right now i don't care because i know that i'm going to get on at around 7 p.m right well and there's no there was no penalty to canceling like if you joined a a virtual queue at 10 a.m and said well i'm leaving at four and if i get to ride it great but i have to leave at four yeah and there's no there was no penalty so you join the thing at 10 a.m go you know go to lunch go do other attractions at epcot go ride soren go ride living with the land um and at four o'clock if you didn't get to ride remy eh, oh well like there wasn't you didn't get a penalty the way you do if you don't show up for a dining reservation or something like that so yeah i mean i think the virtual queue incentivized everybody to join it and didn't penalize anybody who didn't actually stay yeah and and as part of that you never saw like now you're going to see you know two hour wait and if it's a two hour wait at say uh i don't know 11 or noon or one or whatever Right. The first time you start to go and you balk at that and then you come back at six or five or like you're watching it. Let's say that you're watching it. You're watching the lightning lane, what the return times are for the lightning lane. And you're watching the wait times and the wait times are saying consistent. I think that that is going to be a lot more likely to push you to go, well, I'm just going to buy the lightning lane thing so that I don't have to deal with waiting in that, you know, two hour line or whatever it may be. So I could see this selling. I wonder, I think that that will be some interesting data to keep an eye on is mm-hmm. how turning it into a standby affects the uh, 
affects the wait times. Or sorry, or, sorry, affects how long Lightning Lane is available. That's that's the uh, that's what I was thinking in my head. That totally did not come out of my mouth. But yeah, I can't see how Virtual Queue and Lightning Lane coexist. Lightning Lane, like FastPass, needs a standby line. Like having a queue where you don't have to stand in line, and then having a queue you can pay for, doesn't make sense to me. Because like we said, if you don't have to wait in line and there's no penalty to not come back when your group is called, what, like it's really difficult to incentivize someone to pay. If they're, if they're willing to join a virtual group that's not going to come back for six, eight hours, whatever, possibly. It's, it's hard to tell that those people, like, but you can pay 20 bucks now and get in. Well, so but I also, don't see how, I, guess I don't see how a virtual queue and a lightning lane really can co, co, uh, I don't know, can coexist. Yeah, I think that I think that's different with um, what I think that's different with something like Rise, where there's so much uncertainty built in. Right. Yes, Rise needs it because they can't keep the thing running. Right. So so there the lightning lane it's like, well, you got into group uh, again, the groups went by so fast. So there were a lot of people who weren't going to get in anyway, or you just had a higher group and you're like, well, who knows if it'll actually, you know, like is today a day it's going to get to boarding group 100 or is this a day it's going to get to boarding group 35, you know, mm-hmm. because of because of downtime. In that situation, I feel like lightning lane is more beneficial with a virtual queue versus something like Remy's where I think it's, it's going to end up being more consistent. So I don't know. I, I do know that, you know, in the little, uh, the Disney parks blog, uh, story they did about, you know, doing the standby line, they did kind of hint that they would continue to use virtual queues in the future. You know, like they didn't say we will definitely, but it was like, we might still want to use this uh, when when new stuff opens in the future. So, yeah. like, don't we be reserve surprised. the right? Yeah, exactly. Which I don't. What is even the point of saying that? Like, I, did of anybody, course, yeah? Of course they can do that. Did anybody assume that? Well, virtual queues are gone from Remy. They'll never be back. I a hundred percent, you yeah. know, anticipate that Disney will will keep. They they did the work to get it working. They're they're going to keep that in their back pocket if they need it for something else. It is again a private company who is running their private theme park, and they can do whatever they want. And if they want to use a virtual queue, they can do it. Yeah, there's no there's no doubt in my mind they're going to use this again because it is. The, even though I say I can't, you know, imagine how a virtual queue and Lightning Lane can coexist, I think it's a great way to open an attraction when you're not sure about. If you're not sure the thing's going to work right and you're not sure what the crowds are going to be like, give it a virtual queue for the first month. You know, there's no downside to it. Yep. And I think that's a great way to open an attraction and get a feel for what the uh, demand is and then do exactly what they're doing and say, okay, we we got the initial data. Here's what here's what we're doing. We're, it's not a virtual queue anymore. And here, you know, start getting in line. Yeah. So I, 
Uh, I am totally unsurprised that they will continue to use virtual queue in the future. I don't know why they bothered saying that, but the moral of the story is you can wait in the line and see a much more concrete reason why you'd want to purchase lightning lane in the near future. Uh, well, as in has already happened by the time this episode posts, because we are recording on the ninth and this whole, this whole thing starts on the 10th. So please be sure to account for that when listening to our takes on this, which may be woefully (laughs) out of date as you're listening to this episode. The the 48 hours of hindsight may make this a a bad, (laughs) a bad take. (laughs) Yep. But it's, but it's the one that we have right now and that's what we have to go with. So, um, super quick, the Skyliner between Caribbean Beach, uh, Riviera, and Epcot will be closed uh, January 23rd to the 28th for refurbishment. Um, I don't think there's really much to say about this, except for the you know, complimentary bus and friendship boat services will be available. Don't forget about the friendship boats. That, those are still a thing, and hey, they were, you know, they worked very well up to the point. Though that's... <sighs> I'm trying to think. I don't know where in so I know where the Skyliner lets off for for you know coming into Caribbean Beach, but I don't know where the where the boats launch from. I'm assuming that the bus service they would pick you up. Well, I don't know. I was about to say I think for the bus service they would pick you up at the Skyliner because they've got bus stops available there that they can use for whatever they need to use it for when the when the skyliner goes down and i yeah i guess they probably would still use that because it's just like a five day downtime but i don't know why you wouldn't just take a essentially this says don't take the skyliner if you want to go to epcot or to the riviera like the riviera is completely i think that's i think that's what hurts gets hurt the most by this uh by this refurb downtime yeah. because yeah. for the Caribbean and, and all stars and, you know, pop the, or sorry, all stars for pop and, uh, art of animation. That was the, the a that I was looking for. This <laughs> is just taking out Epcot essentially for them. But for the Riviera, it takes everything out because you can't get on to get to Caribbean beach to do Hollywood studios. either. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, it's only a five-day thing, which is, that's kind of a weird, re- I, I don't know how long this was, how long this has been in the planning for, maybe it's been there for a while, but like, that's a pretty quick turnaround for whatever refurb they, maybe it's a refurb yeah, it seems- to make sure that they don't run into, maybe they're just like, I, I mean, on I'm not saying that facetiously, like, I wonder if they're installing some sort of additional stuff to keep what has happened from happening again, sort of a thing. Well, or it's like we have scheduled maintenance. Like these bearings need to be greased, yeah, or or something, you know. And, and, and you just need gonna... to need to do safety, but it's something that's a little bit more involved than just something we could do in the you know seven or eight hours of downtime that we typically have, right in the night. So yeah, I I think that this is you know just something like they're gonna you know grease some stuff, do some, you know, replace some pulleys or whatever, and then, you know, be done. So I don't, I don't, I don't think there's, there's really any, any cause for concern or anything. Um, I just, uh, it's a real bummer because the Skyliner rules and, uh, anytime it's down, it's a shame. 
Jeremy, Jeremy, have you not read enough Disney Twitter and Disney blogs? We have to take this five day uh, scheduled main or this refurbishment to mean that the Skyliner is being removed because Disney is in deep financial trouble and they're actually going to be selling all of it over to Universal and uh, killing dolphins with the Skyliner by pro- I don't know like uh, you know that's, yeah, I mean that's, that makes sense that's far you you gave us far too uh, what logical of a take man that's not going to get us those uh, I was about to say eyeballs but that's kind of weird for a pie that's not going to get us those I think it's earballs ear yes those earballs that we need <laughs> <laughs> if we just if we keep talking like that. But now let's let's get to I I know that I know we're we're kind of you know bumping up on the on the edge of the episode but Jeremy we got to cover the last thing on the rundown dude okay so today which I I, there was... I have not I have not looked at anything about this so you're gonna have to just tell me all about it okay while I'm while I'm talking about it go to I sent you this on Instagram oh I'm not I know I don't I don't check my Instagram dude go to your Instagram while I'm introducing this okay so go ahead. today. Today there was a marathon at Walt Disney World. And normally they have, you know, like some characters out there for the marathon runners. They, you know, wishing them well. And, you know, that's great. Whatever. When the runners were going through Hollywood Studios, the citizens of Hollywood were, like, cheering them on. Betty Shambles was there. And Betty Shambles is really the one I care about the most. But there were other say, citizens of. Do you do you even know the? Do you even know any of the other citizens there of Hollywood? Were other there? citizens of Hollywood there, but Betty was there, and I just freaked out because you know, and I'm I'm not. I don't think that this is this means like citizens of Hollywood are back, baby. Um, because I don't think that's what this means. What I am excited about, though, is that this means that one. The costumes are still there. Two, they still have a working relationship with the actors, which is the most important part, because as far as we could tell by the absolute lack of any sort of uh, news about the Citizens of Hollywood or anything, is that they just told these people, like, go away, you're fired, and you're never coming back. But the fact that, like, these actors came back is super exciting to me. Uh, So, yeah, the Citizens of Hollywood were rooting for these marathon runners and it really made my day and i i'm very excited just at the prospect that we might see the citizens of hollywood doing even just small things like this in the future because i love them they're the best part of hollywood studios i will never stop saying that because it's true and someone needs to say it and they have to come back they were at least back for today, and I'm I love it. And and let's be honest, you're not the only person saying this because that uh, that video the from Instagram that you sent me had plenty of people like cheering for seeing uh, the citizens. So it looks like it was Caddy McDonald, Ace Victory, Paige Turner, and Betty Shambles. Were the uh, were the four citizens of Hollywood who were there? Yeah, I have I, a mad crush on Betty Shambles. Oh, oh, we know. That's 
we no know. problem. This yeah, go go listen to any time we've talked about Citizens of Hollywood <laughs> to recognize to realize that that Jeremy pretty much only knows Betty Shambles and you know is is crushing hard for Betty Shambles. Uh, your your wife should maybe be concerned, but I don't know. I think she crushes pretty hard for Betty Shambles as well. She does, or or she just tolerates your crush. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Either you way, you don't really know, but you're happy about it. Uh, yeah, no, I am. I am super happy to see this because honestly, I would have thought that again, kind of the 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 lack of anything when this ended, and just there wasn't. Not everyone who left or who was asked to leave Disney uh, got a great experience on the way out. So I think there's plenty of people who would be like, yeah, no, when Disney came calling. But I, I mean, at least these four said, yeah, yeah, we'll come back. We'll we'll reprise our roles to do this. And I don't know, maybe they're still working somewhere within the company. I, I who's to who's I'm not to say, but no, I am I am super excited to see this because yeah, I'm not nearly the uh co head that you are. <laughs> but I I do definitely enjoy uh Citizens of Hollywood and Streetmosphere altogether and I yearn for that to be available again. And and you know when it can be done say like honestly give you there there are there are areas that aren't being used right now for like i remember there's a backstage well not not even backstage but there used to be a theater that they use because i remember going to it uh for uh some improv show that they did over the holidays a couple of years back at hollywood studios and it was you know so they had it set up there's a stage, there's seating. Like, why not repurpose that into a, you know, Citizens of Hollywood show? Disney, I'm okay with that. That would be awesome. That would be something else to do at Hollywood Studios that could eat some more people. Like, make it... Now, I, I, it's probably because, now that I think about it, I think that was uh, over at Streets of America, which means that it's probably part of Smuggler's Run at this point. It's it gone now. Or you know, like I don't know. There's gotta there's gotta be some way to to give these people, you know, something to be able to do it, to you know, and and I come up with some way to do it safely. Cause yeah, I so badly want Streetmosphere to come back because that was such a great aspect of Hollywood Studios. And hey, what about what about if they do Citizens of Hollywood? You know, they've got the uh the tie what interceptor wing fighter i don't know whatever that thing is that's over the first order ship right is that color color rens tie fighter there we go i is it a fighter i thought it was a something different i don't know because darth vader's was called tie advance like they've they've got such weird names yeah i'm i'm sure that there is somebody angrily uh correcting me right now thank you silencer Really? Kylo Ren flew Thai silencer. I had no clue that's what that was called. Anyway, let let's let's let the citizen like that that stage at least in my experience goes unused for huge chunks of the day. 
let's let the citizens of Hollywood come out and do some stuff out there because oh my I'd gosh. love to have their take on Galaxy's Edge. Brad, the citizens of Hollywood going through Galaxy's Edge would be incredible. I had never even considered that, but having the citizens of Hollywood just walking through Galaxy's Edge. Oh. And that could oh, and they that could would be and it totally in universe in that they are other people coming from Hollywood if studios. If they stumbled Okay, so wait, when the Galactic Star Cruiser is open, right. that is a perfect story beat. Or or or, or, or the perfect narrative uh, reason to have them there because that's a a thing where there are already people from earth staying on the halcyon coming down to batu for a you know excursion day that's a perfect narrative reason to have the citizens of hollywood visit galaxy's edge and batu and walk around and interact with the tie fi- the uh uh stormtroopers um, and drink the milk, and oh, 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 oh yeah! That I want to, so I want to, I want to see the citizens of Hollywood hitting on the hitting on the stormtroopers, and you know, all, like that could that could be so great. And I mean, they don't even have to wait commenting for the, on people's droids that they build, yes, and the lightsabers from Savi's. Like, oh my gosh! And they don't even they don't even need to wait for the Star Cruiser because in in universe. Like the the guests who are walking through Galaxy's Edge are acknowledged as Earthlings, so there's already a way that Earthlings are ending up at Black Spire Outpost. So it's okay. Like they don't, you don't, you don't have to get convoluted and get to the Star Crew. Like just they got there the same way all the other Earthlings did. You know, they can come up with their own story about how they how they stumbled into this galactic i want to hear their i want to hear their story mm-hmm. you know like what story can they come up with like there you go oh my god there you go disney i gave you a way to bring citizens of hollywood back and do it in a in a way that is uh that is safe so please so go ahead make that happen because citizens of 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 galaxy's edgy wood is going to be a great thing though then you can't be a co-head so i no never mind they're still citizens of hollywood you're still a co-head I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. And you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day. Bye.